Cause we love our love in different sizes. I love her body, especially the lies. Time take its toll, but not on the eyes. Promise me this, take me tonight. Hello and welcome to this week's Perfect 10 show where we chat about what's trending in sport. We've got a Manchester Derby special for you today and of course we give you the chance to win £10,000. Thank you Pete, you're always the best at that. Uh, I'll introduce you to the panel. Let's start off with Harris. Harris, you're back after your absence last week. Uh, a few gigs you've been to recently. Yeah, I saw uh, the Pixies last week, and I'm going to see a band called Car Seat Headrest tonight. I'm sure you've heard of them. You're a big fan of here. Yeah, you, you mention them every day to me. And uh, I'm going to see New Order on Friday, which I'm very excited about. A bit fanboying over that. Very good. Can you name any New Order songs? A bit of a music snob. Uh, World, World, World in Motion was good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, give you that. Give you that. Pete! Uh, you went to the City game v Southampton, I, I did, think, this yeah. weekend. That was um, uh, not bad, was it? Yeah, standard. We get used to it now. Um, last few years, it just seems to be every other week. Not so bad at all. Can't complain. Head into the title. Hang on, news just in. We've actually received footage of Pete at the City game, God. I think. Producer Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you can't really see from there, but... What a mess. <laughs> There's a few beers deep at that point. Wow. How many beers in were you there? He didn't actually make it in on Monday either. He was ill. No, I have been ill. Yeah, I've been off for a few days. Let's go back to the United stand and introduce you to Joe, presenter on XS Manchester, of course, and full time's Devil Phone. Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, gentlemen. Uh, oh, I'm Natalie, sorry as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've always jumped me down. Uh, yeah, love to be here. I've gone for the cappuccino approach because uh, I need to pick me up, but cheers, everyone. Cheers. Everyone. Cheers. Wow. Cheers. Cheers. And finally, our special guest is, of course, Natalie Pike uh, from City Square, live presenter and director of the World Spring Charity. You're a special guest as well, yeah, Joe, well, but, you know. A special guest. I'm not, not a special, am I? Yeah, I met you too many times it. to be special. We're going to have our first ever walk-off. <laughs> so, yeah, there's our special guest for today. So come on, give him a bit of a welcome. We love a clap on this show. So, of course, today it is a Manchester Derby special. We've got two City fans. We've got two United fans dressed as Lumberjacks for some reason. They don't own oh, any good. United I bought this shirts. year, but uh, it doesn't fit me anymore, to be fair. But this is a little wee. Not bad go. at all. Uh, we are actually giving away a brand new Man United and Man City shirt today. Um, and to be in with a chance of winning the new shirt, all you have to do is answer the question in the comments below. Who scored the last goal in a Manchester Derby? Was it A, Chris Smalling or B, Phil Jones? We'll reveal that answer <laughs> at the end of the show. Right, Pete, uh, could you uh, tell us a bit? Me and you went down to Kick Air, didn't we, last week? Yeah, so uh, it's like this indoor sort of parkour. We bounced around. We bounced around. We had a good bounce around, me and you. Uh, not for the first time. Oh. <laughs> we'll keep that to another show. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we had a challenge. It was my idea to have the challenge between us, and obviously I lost, and there's a forfeit. Let's have a look at the clip, by the way, of, of what happened when we went oh, down. So yeah, as you can see, um, the stomach's hanging out still a bit, still. <laughs> My arse is hanging it's, out. It's the winter time, you know, it's the winter time, it's fine, but uh, I lost, so. You wanted me to come up with a few forfeits, I, you? I didn't, that. That's why you had to come up with one forfeit. So as you can see on the table here, I, I came up with three forfeits, you only have to do one of them. Uh, the first forfeit, which I know will interest you, 
is that you have to wear a Manchester United shirt for the rest of this show. No, the second one is this delicious, delectable hot sauce. It has literally like a chemical sign on it. It's called Da Bomb, Beyond yeah. Insanity. Uh, it is very hot. It smells it I have <laughs> Now, I have actually tried that in the office and I know like, it's not fun. So you can either do a teaspoon of that or this lovely shot of absinthe. And I know you're feeling a bit under the weather, so it really does depend on what It is what actually only 68%. Right. Only, yeah. It's quite strong. So it's completely your choice. Won't be offended either way. Do you want the Man United shirt, the uh, the chili oh, shot? Oh God, don't do it! I know it's it's, actually, it's gone through me. Oh. Oh. What are you doing? Fair play, well done, Pete. Let's get rid of that. Let's oh, get this out of the way, man. Got a show of our come on here. He's gonna start slurring his words. That does stink. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I think you might be a... a I think I'll be all right after that. I yes, think, yeah. good. That's what you get for losing to me. It's quite an embarrassment as it is, but there we go. Right, let's get into the special guest drunken stories. Of course, um, we do buy you a drink here on the Sportsman's Perfect 10 show. Natalie, you're up first. Could you give us your best drunken story? Oh, do you know what? I'm now, I'm a married mum, so I feel like um, I need to try and be respectable. Um, but it's worth saying that I was an 1830s rep when I was 18 in Ibiza. So you can imagine there was a lot of stories there. A lot of them involved um, so absinthe. Were you? No. <laughs> um, and then I modelled full time in London and we used to get paid to go to nightclubs. So um, did I. <laughs> like three or four times a week we'd be paid to go to nightclubs and just get free drinks. So you can imagine I have a lot of stories. I'm still trying to think of one that's fairly respectable. There was a night when we had a, we got paid to go to a club in Cardiff and we were in the VIP room. This is me and my model friends and um, also in the VIP room was the Welsh rugby team wow. and um, apparently a <laughs> yeah. this is dream night out <laughs> and according to the uh, venue's owners we drunk more and were um, more rowdy than the Welsh rugby team that's not that's a, a bad one um, or there was a Saturday night out in Manchester um, Great what night a place. Great night out. Just gone. Saturday night, just gone. Um, recent. And yeah, recent. I really shouldn't tell us because my husband's really embarrassed about me. It's the first time I've drunk since I had a, it's, well, since I had my son who's one. Um, the first time I went out on a proper night out. And um, my friend, we were on a balcony in a place in Manchester and my friend was uh, teasing her husband and she threw a cork at him and it went over the side of the, he ducked, it went over the side of the balcony, hit someone in the face. That woman ran upstairs, confronted um, my friend. Um, it was my other friend's birthday, so me, having had a few drinks, thinking I'm really oh, tough, God. went over, got in the middle of them, tried to break it up, got annoyed by this woman and shouted at the top of my voice. I honestly thought, I don't know where it came from. I, I'm not even a big Arctic Monkeys fan, um, but I shouted, do one Mardi bum, <laughs> my voice, and sent her on her way. That is outstanding. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. No. Top that. Top that. Yeah. Well, Harris is. Yeah. Oh, go on, Joe. There's a couple here that I can't tell you, but it was this point in my life between the ages of. Oh, let's not get emotional. See, the age of 20 and 21, where something was happening to my body, I didn't quite know. Not Humanity. that. Not that. Yeah, that happened uh, long before that. Uh, I was, uh, at the end of the night, experiencing something that. Um, I mean, I don't want to go into too much detail here. Is anyone else worried? <laughs> well, if I told you that I have, a, I am gluten free, so I can't have any um, any beer or any pasta or any anything anything good really. Yeah. I didn't know I was gluten free, so you imagine twenty years old, you're drinking your lagers, 
You, you have your peach from the night out. It only ended, only ended one way. There was a lot of jeans bought. There was a lot of underwear bought. And there was a lot of friends that aren't my friends anymore. <laughs> Taxis I had to pay fines for. And yeah, so that's what I'm going to leave the imagination there. A series of unfortunate events. Uh, but then I went, enough is enough. Um, <laughs> one day when a builder found my phone next to a pair of jeans, I said, enough is enough. Um, and I had to go and get checked out, and they said, actually, yeah, you've been, you're allergic to the thing you love the most, which is obviously a pint of lager. You can no longer drink it. What about absolutely? Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my drunkest stories for a long period of time in my life. Every night ended the same way, and I never quite know why, but not, then I did. Harris, your nights usually end in a messy way, too, don't they? Yeah, probably messier than that. I won't go to that. <laughs> well, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you some pictures. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. What a start to the show, that is not bad. Yeah, Absolute smirk. Right, let's done. jump into our special guest chats and get to know our special guest a bit better today. Natalie, you're on in the spotlight first again. Um, first of all, do you want to tell us about how you became a City fan and kind of your earliest memory of it? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So um, my, uh, I, I'm from Scotland. I was born in Edinburgh. My mum and dad split up when I was four or five. And then my mum met a man who was from Manchester and we moved to Manchester when I was 10. And he was a City fan and we moved to Withenshaw, which is a real city area. Ben, ben Shill to be specific. Yeah. And he took me um, and my brother to City as kind of like a bonding experience. So I was 10, so that was 25 years ago. And um, I got my first season ticket when I was 15. It was £150 and I saved up my pocket money all year to get that. Um, and I've had a season ticket ever since. So I've had a season ticket 21 years now. That is dedication. Harris, have you ever had a season ticket? I don't, unfortunately, no. Yeah. Can't get no, I can't afford it and I won't be able to get one. You keep spending all your money <laughs> on maybe, maybe, rubbish yeah. gigs. If my boss is watching this show and gives me a bit more, I can get that season <laughs> ticket. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Nasty, how did you get started uh, working with City and what's your one best memory working with How can I get started? Because I've had enough of it. I was just really lucky, so I, um, I used to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to model full time and I did the kit for City a few times. Um, the actual just modeling the actual kit um, and then when they started doing city square don't, do you know what city square is it's the it's, kind of channel it's outside like pre-show entertainment yeah. outside the grounds. yeah yeah so we have an outside um stage and we have outside bars and outside food areas and we do like a two-hour entertainment show before every game and they were doing that with two men and they decided that they wanted to bring a woman into it and they knew me from when i modeled for them and i literally was sat at my desk one day and i got an email saying do you want to present for man city and i was like Yes, uh, yeah, and I've been there eight seasons now, and in that time, um, I, well, obviously we've won the league three times, and I have presented the Champions League parade three times, so they're probably three my times, best. Respect. Three times, three times, three, three, three times. Three times. Um, yeah, so that's probably my best moment, like presenting the Champions parade in front of, you know, a million people in Manchester. That's pretty impressive. A million? <laughs> yeah, my God. I was waiting for that. I was waiting, I set him up for that. We do tweets for a living. <laughs> <laughs> On to a more serious topic. Could you just tell us a bit about the uh, work you do with Wellspring? Mm. Yeah, thank you so much for asking. Um, yeah, so I'm direct, uh, the director of a, a small homeless charity in Stockport. They're called The Wellspring. And it is an incredible place um, that looks that helps anybody that is homeless, disadvantaged, but also anybody. that They have a soup kitchen, so you can go in there any day of the week and get your lunch or your tea, no questions asked. And they also do incredible support with, 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 with people that need help with housing or benefits advice. Um, it, a lot of things about homelessness that people don't think about, like people that are homeless, they don't have access to a doctor or a dentist. So 
the Wellspring offers those. So just, just loads, of, loads of incredible things. Really, really proud to be associated with them. Because we are incredible people here at the Sportsman, we're going to donate £100 oh, to the thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. It's, I, I said that like I'm doing it. It's not my... <laughs> what, are you doing it as well, Simon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you want to get involved with that and donate, the link will be in the comments down below. So get donating because it's a brilliant cause. Thank you. Um, on to less serious matters now, I guess. I think. Sorry to link this. From here um, to here. In 2006, you were on one of the best TV programmes I've ever uh, seen. Yeah, I can't remember this place. Beauty and the Geek. Are you not too young for this? Like, oh, how no. do you remember <laughs> it? Beauty and the Geek. What a show that was. It's only comparable to Golden Balls, I think, for me, in my top two TV programmes. Golden all Balls is probably Pips, I'd say. That is a classic. Jasper character yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. give me that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that one. Yeah. Um, what was it like being on the show? I can't believe you've brought this up. I swear no one's talked to me about this program in like 10 years. <laughs> but this is it. This is like, up, yeah, it? this is amazing. Um, yeah, it was, it was brilliant. Is um, that Netflix now? I don't know, you know, I doubt it. it. Yeah, it'll be on some, someone will have dodgily taped it. But do you know what? I'm still really bitter about it. Like, it was 12 years ago and I still haven't got over it. I'm really bitter about it. So um, when I when we got to, it was like a, a game show um, and one couple got thrown out every week. And on the week that we got thrown that we got thrown out, it went down to a dead heat between us and another couple. And there was one question each. I'm still bitter about it to this day. They got the question, what is the chemical symbol for water? Anybody? Uh, H2O. H2O. Yeah. I well, got. Thank you. 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 I got. What is the chemical symbol of salt? NaCl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A-level chemistry. <laughs> Boom. Were you, on, Were the you on the show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was the beauty. <laughs> well, I didn't get it right, and I'm still bitter about it. And I think it was a fix. Outrageous. Bring yeah. it yeah. back. Yeah. 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 Bring it back. Right. Martin, you're behind the camera. This is your time to shine. We wanted to put your skills to the test here, Natalie. So we have go our well, self-confessed <laughs> sportsman geek, the cleverest man in the office here, oh, Martin. Oh, so come and get in shot here, Martin. Do oh, you want to go to the front or back? Come to the back, come on. Right, so Natalie, do we have any fashion oh. advice? Oh, no. Joe's wrecking the set. Sorry. Why you're not the special it's guest, Joe? There's an Irish coffee. In the middle. In between Joe and Natalie. Right, cool. Right, so Natalie, do you have any fashion advice or anything you should do with his hair or beard or the glasses? And any advice how to woo a lady for mine? Oh, Martin, do you need advice on how to woo no, a lady? I mean, though, if we are if we are being uber critical, I mean. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> have, have you brushed your hair today, Martin? Oh, <laughs> Martin! <laughs> no, I think... <laughs> I think, My though... My hairstyle is rolled out of bed. I like <laughs> it, I like it. No, I, th I think you're doing well. I think you're doing well. Um, yes, I, I like the geek chic look. Yeah, I'm trying to be really nice now, because at the end of this programme, I'm just going to look like a drunken, bitter, mean person. <laughs> Right, so, so just a haircut, I think, and then that's about it. Yeah, I like the glasses. I think they're very stylish. I like the T-shirt. Yes. I think that's a good look. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fashion icon too, so I can say this. What does please. the T-shirt say? Commodore 64, my first home computer. <laughs> oh, there it is. There I, mean, is. A, I think there's a niche of woman that will be appealed by that T-shirt, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> Taking that advice on board, Martin. Thanks a lot.
<laughs> he is the man who keeps the sportsman running. So, yeah, we've, we've got a lot to thank him for. Right, Cheers, thanks, Martin. Natalie. Let's get to know Joe a bit better. You're in the spotlight now. Do I have a special guest coming yeah. later? <laughs> we can do it again. Bring my back. <laughs> Um, so, of course, just tell us a bit about what you do uh, at the moment for your job, Joe. Uh, so, Excess Manchester is a radio station in town, which we have uh, people like Clint Boone and Mike Joyce from Manchester Music Legends on the show. Um, I know you love your music. Um, so, and, and then uh, from six till seven, we take over with football. So, we have uh, United and City shows dotted around throughout the week, and then just more generic charts like us gents will probably be having here about football. Um, Full time Devils do the Thursday show, and there's a special City show on the Tuesday. Um, and then Natalie hosts a show on the Friday as well. Uh, so, yeah, and I, uh, my show is Full time Devils uh, with, the, with the gents there, big phone in. Um, and then Wednesday show as well as my little baby as well. So we just uh, sort of present that to you. Some comedians come in that are absolute top blokes, uh, and we just have a bit of a laugh, and it's all good fun getting to talk about football for for an hour. I don't know if Alex Boardman's a top bloke. Like he is a top bloke. Me and him have got beef at the minute. Yes, the Derby Day beef. <laughs> yeah. um, but every show's then a podcast, and uh, people listen to it from around the world, so it's it's good. And they always send in saying that they quite like the fact that they feel like they're in Manchester every time they listen to the show. Do so get listening to Excess Manchester because yeah, it is quality. Station. Although sometimes, I think, Harris, you were on there the other week, weren't you? I was. With the, yeah. They had to let us stand this slip for one week, but I snuck on. But <laughs> apart from that, it's good. good. Yeah, it was pretty good. That's before you dyed your beard, wasn't it? <laughs> hey! I, I can't help having a luscious and full beard. That's not my fault. How did you get started on, on the radio? Oh, so I, um, I just always loved listening to the radio when I was a kid, which was good. I don't really know why. It was just liked always bringing it around with me listening to it a little portable radio and my dad used to listen to radio wherever we used to drive so I always thought it'd be a pretty cool job to do that and then I managed to get my way in with Clint Boone uh, from the Inspiral Carpets when he had the, the old station at XFM so I knew someone who just got me in rest for in a couple peace. of weeks rest in peace, rest in peace. we're better now um, <laughs> and then from then on I just worked with him uh, and then never sort of left his side after XFM sort of went. <laughs> couldn't shake, uh, couldn't shake me off. After XFM went, um, there was a period of time where we were just doing some of our own podcasts and stuff with Clint. Uh, but then XS came and asked, you know, does it, do Clint want a job? Do you want to do drive time again? And then sort of brought me along there. And since then, I've just tried to, you know, d done the football shows and, and just grown from there, really. And uh, met some lovely people along the way. Uh, no, no, I don't want your point out. Yeah, Harris. So, yeah. who's kind of the biggest music act that you've you've ever met? You must have met some pretty big names. A couple of weeks, we are hooky is coming into Exit Manchester. Peter Rook, uh, obviously, uh, Bonehead from Oasis um, is uh, an absolute beautiful man. He came in, oh, and he just looked so cool. Wandered through the door, just talked about his life and, and everything he's done as such a young lad standing on the stage at Nebworth when he was what, 23, 24, and just hearing the stories from him. Uh, Damon Albarn, um, just talking to people who, for a living, do something that means so much to you, but yeah, they don't really, they're not even that bothered about it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah they get all the time, I guess, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Miles Kane uh, came in not long ago um, to talk about his new music. Um, but when they come through the door, there's a sense of, yeah, look at how cool this guy is and everyone just dresses cool but yet they don't look like if you were to put them clothes on me yeah i'd like a right melt they are like this he had this like miles kane this red leather jacket and i thought oh that's all right that but then if i ever wore a red leather jacket if i was sat in now wearing Not a red leather jacket it would, wouldn't go yeah it wouldn't go well for me but yeah i think that's what i'm jealous of the big people that come into the office 
They can literally pull off whatever whatever clothes they want. It's absolutely. I, I want that. Can't do yeah, that. a good art. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Liam, I've interviewed Noel and Liam separately. Oh, oh, uh, name oh, drop. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Did they have any red leather jackets on? They didn't, but I was so nervous. I was like full on shaking before I interviewed them, and like I'm usually like fine, but I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Do you have an all-time favourite gig you've been to? I know Harris, I'll get to you in a minute. Yeah, I went to... I was at... Uh, so I grew up in, uh, in Stockport and the Stone Roses got back together to the Heaton Park in 2012. I just turned 18 the month of the gig. Uh, so I was... Uh, on the 26th, I was at my 18th birthday on the 28th was the gig, actually. And we went to a pub in uh, Withenshaw. Got bladded till about 5pm. Uh, it was a cracking day. <laughs> Joe got on a minibus down. I remember getting to the gig and just all of it just being incredible from start to finish. So Stone Roses Heaton Park is my favourite gig. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those ones you have to go to. Harris, what's your favourite gig? Is it one where only you were there and it was a man playing a banjo? <laughs> man playing his banjo? I'm not talking about that one. Uh, no, I, I have to say probably... I mean, it's Gastonbury a few times, as, as I mentioned quite a lot. You didn't go last year, though? All this year? Well, it wasn't on last year. I don't have a ticket. Uh, yeah, ra radio headset, uh, the headline was right at the front. It was incredible. You were front amazing. for Coldplay as well, weren't you? I was nowhere near well, that for Coldplay. For uh, yeah, they well. literally gave, Coldplay literally gave hey, people lighter wristbands. It's probably the worst thing I've ever seen at uh, Gastonbury ever. So, screw you, Chris Martin. Yeah, carry on. There's nothing wrong with Chris Martin. Defend him to the hilt. Right, Joe, let's uh, talk a bit about how you came to support Man United and where did that start? Uh, well, so the, the, my family are uh, uh, split down the middle between reds and blues. Right, It's a big split. The first game I ever went to, and this is this is the truth, I don't mind saying it, was Main Road and I watched City have a nil-nil draw against Middlesbrough. The week after, my uncle took me to see United against Leeds and United won 2-1. And I think it was from the moment, <laughs> yeah. the moment that final whistle went, I realised that you know what, actually, I, I'm going to support United even if it did, <laughs> even if it did upset certain members of the family. But I've got two cousins, one a year older, one a year below me, uh, called Patrick and Michael, and we were all three United fans. Just grew up together, uh, and from then just went games together, and uh, yeah, that's how I'm a, I'm a United fan. And let's finish off this little chat with you, Joe. Did you meet Paul Scholes? Yes, I did. Yeah, I met Paul Tell Scholes. Tell us about that. I have a, uh, I have a, a friend who worked on Full Time Devils. He's a lovely chap called uh, Webby. And uh, Webby was putting on this event with Paul Scholes. Uh, Webby said to me, oh, you know, it was a sit-down deal, sit-down meal and all that. You get free courses and all that. But I, I said, I just want to listen to Scholes speak. I just want to get the Q&A. Not too bothered about the food. So he said, right, come at half nine. We'll sneak you in the back. So I came at half nine, snuck in the back, stood by the bar, and I was just content with sitting there. And um, I got a text off Webby saying, actually, we're running 15 minutes late, come sit with me. So as I walked past, and I sort of realised slowly and slowly as I was walking towards Webby, that his table was with Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes. And I just took a seat around there, I thought, everyone, everyone all right, we're leaving, yeah. And I just went, cheers, everyone. And then, <laughs> and then Paul, and Paul Scholes and Ryan Giggs were there. And then I got dessert as well, which is even better, if, oh. if not... Uh, better than meeting gigs in Scholes because it was a l lovely chocolate cake. Harris, uh, what would you do if you met Scholes? I'd have to run out the room. <laughs> it yeah, like, it was my favourite ever player. I, I literally couldn't be in the same room. I'd, I'd fanboy too much. I'd have no. to but then yeah, and then he went on and did a, a Q and A, which is one of the first Q and As he's he's done for a, a long time. Uh, and it was just cool him some of the stories you have to say. Yeah. You know, a bit of a reserved man, but um, he, he was. He, he he's seen some, some things. He's seen some things, yeah. yeah he's done some well, when you're the greatest midfielder of the Premier League era, you're going to watch the rest of Right. The niceties, I think, are over. We've done a bit of an introduction. Right. Let's get stuck into the Here Manchester derby now. Let's have a split down the middle. 
Um, I'm going to kick off this, this little section with uh, which team do you think has been the bigger club in the last 10 years? Manchester City or Manchester United? Now, I want this to be a, a civilised debate, so try not to shout over each other. <laughs> Pete, let's start with you. Uh, I'm going to go with United just because I think over the last 10 years, I think it might be equal on league titles. I might be wrong, we might like, but you've won the Champions League as well. Um, so and they've won the Europa League just in so the last 10 years just, I think just the next, we're still <laughs> taking it I think I'm the, still next, taking the next it. 10 years will be completely different <laughs> I think we'll all see that but yeah I, I, I can't argue it has to be United It'll unfortunately one in two years well, yeah, you lot could yeah, be yeah. Yeah. Harris do you want to come up with that? no I think Pete put that quite well I think City are still aspiring to even get into the same stratosphere as United so they'll get there eventually maybe who knows what's well, stratosphere is that mid-table <laughs> <laughs> thank you Natalie <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I think it's slowly ticking back. We had, don't forget, we had Fergie all the way up to 2013. Yeah. So he still loads that. But now, you know, you can't be daft as a United fan and say City aren't just nibbling away at the the sort of legacy that Fergie left. Um, but you know, they need to do certain things to do that. It's just constantly winning the Premier League like Fergie did, and he maybe a couple of European trophies in there as well. Uh, but you know, United aren't exactly disappearing, they aren't exactly in the background. They, they would, they, you know, certain things are happening that once the ship is steadied and the money keeps coming in for certain players and maybe we, uh, we buy more or we change certain uh, roles in the, yeah, certain roles in the club. You know, some, you know it's, not, it's not like the next 10 years belongs to Manchester the City. No. The next 10 years belongs to anyone. A big thing for City for me is okay. they have to <laughs> It's not, it's not. They is have to win the Champions okay. League for me. I think like that's what it's all led up to for them as they win the Champions don't League. It's coming. Natalie, what do you think on this? Um, I don't care. That's what I think. Um, I think United fans live in the past, so when oh. they want to talk about who's the biggest club in the last ten years, because they can go, ooh, ooh, it was us. I don't we care. were asked. Um, I we care. Were, <laughs> it was the question. Yeah. We didn't to. bring it up. And they want to talk about it because they can be like, oh, ten years who's ago we did this. Who's going to be the biggest club like, in the next ten years? Like I don't yeah. care. Like like we are the biggest club right now, and you can't even debate that. Like unless you well, go, oh, unless you go, oh, we got more money. Like like. Whatever, we're the biggest club. Financial fair play. <laughs> oh, it's illegal, it's illegal. Out. Yeah, that's a good point. Right, if everyone got a quick think, I'm going to go around and ask for your favourite <coughs> one Manchester derby moment. Um, Harris, you've definitely already got one, so I'll come to you first. I mean, I've got a few, but I'd say the, one that, the first one that came to my head, I know it's quite recent, was probably the Michael Owen winner. It was, it was crazy. Especially for it to be him being an ex-Liverpool player, and it was really hard to warm to him. And I think getting that win, it was, it was incredible. I think Bellamy had um, done Ferdinand, hadn't he, on the, on the side of the pitch. He, he scored twice. And I, I literally remember watching that, like, what Craig have you Bellamy. done? Like, Big up Craig And then Bellamy. I think Owen just shut everybody Big up. Big up Craig Bellamy. Get him, on the show. Said, oh. Get him on the show. Jay, what do you reckon? Uh, mine's kind of like that with the late minute winner. It was a Skulls header uh, at the Etihad to make it, what, uh, I think it was 1-0. We didn't it? win the league though that year, did we? That yeah, we won the league though that year. That's still a great game. There's been quite a lot of late Man United winners in these derbies. There was the Van Persie one, which I remember for the three games. Skulls and that Owen one, of course. Yeah, so a lot of comeback. Natalie, I'm sure yours isn't one of them. <laughs> Mine is Vincent Company header in the year that we won the league, um, when we were still eight points behind United at the, at the time, and um, we scored at the end. His celebration—that's everything. He lost it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so hard. I've got like of the ones I've been to, it's it's hard to choose. I've got a choice of three, like two of the ones I've been to. Them once, so four-one. Sean Knight Phillips when he dips over Tim Howard. The one, the one that probably stands out the most is the FA Cup semi-final 
when Torre just yeah when Torre just ran through. I remember I was about ten rows behind the goal, and it was just a pandemonium. Was that City's first trophy? Was, that was yeah, yeah. that was that the semi-final. Like yeah. I missed that goal. I was at Wembley. Me and my friend had gone down at half time, and this guy stopped us and was trying to chat my friend up, and I was trying to get back to my seat, <laughs> and I missed the goal. No, that, that's that's that. Or obviously, obviously, yeah. no, I, was, I, was about, I was about twelve. So probably, yeah, so. uh, no, either that or the six one obviously stands out because that's just never. When did that happen? But, yeah, no, I think for me the one nil like that was that was sort of felt like it's, oh, not a turning point, but it was that we're, we're doing something now. So let's move on to a bit of a bigger question, Joe. We'll start with you on this one. Um, do you think Man City will ever equal Man United's Premier League title record? Um, see, the, the thing is, with that question is you assume that United aren't going to increase it. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, how many, how many of these you got? Yeah, you're assuming that it's not going to happen. I can't wait the to thing get when, banner, banner uh, the, the thing with The thing with United, when they knocked, obviously, Liverpool off the perch, then they, they had it that they were just going to win it, and it was in Fergie's mind that that was going to be the case. Fergie's goals were to make sure that United, when he left them and retired, were above Liverpool. Um, if Pep's got the same goals, and I'm sure United will, will not go down without fight, uh, I don't believe that it's going to be as easy as it was for United to knock Liverpool off the, the perch. But, you know, if it's, in their, if it's in their interest to do it, then good luck to them. It's going to take a long, long time. And Are they coming to this happening? Again, I don't care. <laughs> Again. Would you not want to be like, that That would be definitive number one goal. Yeah, that. I'm kind of just all about the now. Again, like United can say, oh, they're not as good as us because they haven't won 20 leagues. Like, I'm just, just concentrating on, on, on now. Um, and at the minute, you know, we are this, the best club, you know, in the country by a mile on levels from youth football, this, our stadium, our training ground, what we do in the community, women's football, what we do in the league, the players that we've got. We are just superior in, 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 in every area. So, you know, maybe we'll never get 20 league titles and you can always hold that above us. But um, Harris, we don't, we don't you're care. getting redder and redder. <laughs> in the corner again like that. Oh, um, just the dye coming out of the beard. No, I, I, I think, I think, I think uh, both our special guests make excellent points, but I'd say, um, for me, I think people, particularly this season, have really gone for United and made us out like we're this club in crisis. And I really don't think that's the case. I think this, we're, we're a lot closer to it than people make out. And I think, like, like, like you've said, I think with the right sort of additions, we're, we're going we're gonna to still be challenging for league titles in the next two, three years. And I think that... I also think the Premier League now is, is more competitive than uh, we... Who is? Who is going to be challenging for City. the titles? Just, just City. 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 Just City. Yeah. I was, we're going to win it for the next City. three, four years. I was going to say, oh, like, I, I think when we, when we win all those titles and we caught up with Liverpool, I think it was, Arsenal were mainly our biggest challenges. It was one team. I think now you've got three or four teams capable of winning the league and it's, it's and you're not harder. in that at the minute. You're not, because you can't put Well, we'll yourself, see after the derby, won't we? We're putting six points behind you. Are you putting yourself behind Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal? Are you actually saying that you are We experienced we run for titles. You always got to think that there's going to be people behind you biting at your heels. Yeah. To just Liverpool think you're going to win it for the next four years. We don't years think that. We think we will be competing Listen, in the next four years. When we get the right additions, everything's going to be everything's going to be fine. City, City oh, are the benchmark right now, but I don't I don't think they're as far as hard as they make up. Pete, final word on that topic. And then I we'll move on. I think Guardiola is going to be here for a good few more years, oh, and I think just the way that we're playing and. Like no, they said we're just so far ahead of not just United, but I, I just think could be six if points. If not, if not, if not, winning it, we'll we'll be first or second for the next four or five years, I think. Uh, one word answer to this as well: Who do you think will be the uh, challenge for uh, the title if you're not winning it? Chelsea. Chelsea. 
This season? I'm not asking you this to. You're not in this the season, season. This season. You mean Chelsea, we played the past at Stamford Bridge. The next, yeah, I'd still go with Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea, yeah. they're looking pretty good. Right, let's move on to it's our predictions game. Pete, I think you were right yet again. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really bad at betting, but I seem to be really good at this. So I don't <laughs> Arsenal know Liverpool did finish in a draw. Pretty good game, wasn't it, guys? Not it bad, pretty entertaining. And this week for the Manchester Derby, we are back with a perfect four. You have to predict the first scorer, the correct score, how many corners there'll be, and the first player carded. If you get all of them right on the Sportsman, you will win 500 readies. Ooh. That's a big amount of money. Giving away more and more money. And also, we are giving away £100 if there's a card shown in the Manchester Derby. So just opt just in. One. Just the one. Just, just, just one. the one. It's definitely going to happen, isn't it? Free definitely money. a yellow card. So click the links in the descriptions if you want to get involved with that. Uh, let's head around with our predictions for this. So we'll start with the first scorer, uh, Harris. I've got to go with Anthony Martial. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Joe? Uh, I'm going to go with Victor Lindelof. Oh. <laughs> that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. Off his knee or something. Off his knee in the last minute. <laughs> Victor Lindelof. I might as well go with Edison if he's going for <laughs> <laughs> Last minute winner for Edison. He yeah. could probably reach from his goal, to be fair. Yeah. Pete? Uh, I'm going to go with... Sterling. Nice. He's on fire. He is. Yeah. He's shit out in a minute. So. Um, I think I'll just go with Aguero. I yeah. think he'll probably open the scoring. Yeah, pretty easy. I mean, there's no no uh, better chance at picking longer odds for this. So picking Lindelof, you know, you can still win 500 quid even if you pick the favourites. Uh, correct score. This is a big one here for the uh, for the predictions table. Harris, let's go around again. You start. T1 Man United. Okay. I can say that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> One all. I'll take one all. Can we have that now? <laughs> um, I'm going to go... I'm swaying between 3-0 and 3-1. Um, I'm going Why is that even funny? Like, yeah, was, was he, were you expecting me to say six? Yeah, but oh, not again. <laughs> um, I'll go 3-1. I'll be slightly respectful. You won't lose by that much. Um, it's obviously... Because United, obviously, last season, the second half, they turned up. And I do mm. think they are going to turn up again. But I'm going to go 2-1 City. Two one city. I'm gonna go for I think this could be one of the best derbies we've seen in recent years. Oh hype it up. Seven minutes. Do you work for Sky Sports? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Will it this be a super Sunday? Sunday. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say three, two, two man city. You would say that though, wouldn't you, Simon? Why would I say that? He's a commentary fan. This is Simon who hates Man United. Let me put it that way. The media agenda right there sitting in front of me. Right, okay. Next one is how many corners? Harris is too quick. I love this one. Um, seven. Eight. Nine. <laughs> yeah, twelve. <laughs> Ten. Brilliant. And first player card is Harris. Oh, small in. Lindelof. Yeah. <laughs> Caught our position. Um, any United defender. Yeah. <laughs> Can happen. Fernandinho. I was going to say Yeah, tactical foul, that's all it'll be. You'll be on the break. You've got, the, uh, you've got the massive Altrincham fan in referees oh, in there. Uh, Anthony oh, Taylor there, yeah, so I'm sure he'll be dishing them out early days. What do we make to that referee appointment then? I think well, it's you know, there's so much pressure on this man yeah, now man. to make. If he gives anything to United, right? Yeah. Everyone's going to be up in arms, getting absolutely. It's going to be more to sit in the respect. It actually works against us. Do you not think that it's daft that he is allowed to referee? 
an acquisition. You look when uh, Leicester won the title. Yeah. You had, I think it was Mike Dean or somebody who was living in or living in Leicester wasn't allowed to referee Tottenham games. Yeah, so why if Ant uh, Anthony Taylor oh, from Withinshaw is allowed? I, to I don't think that's even going like him being biased. I think it's just no, like no, if he makes no. a controversial decision, like he's got to be in that area. He's going to get so yeah, much abuse. We, we think he's biased too. You're, 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 you're throwing it back, saying, yeah. "Well, now he's going to be biased." Yeah, exactly. Because, so you can't win. You can't win. You can't win. You're all going to have something to moan about. Yeah. Next week I'll be slagging him off. <laughs> right now we are going to jump into our best ever Premier League Manchester combined 11 there's going to be a lot of debate on show here let's start with the goalkeeper I think there's a couple of good contenders Harris state your claim it is really like it's open choice for me Schmeichel and De Gea I think I'm actually going to say De Gea I just think he's he is special he's, he's the messy of keepers as has been described He's been special this season, but in another way. No, he, 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 Pete, come no. back to that. He's, no, no, right. I, I don't have an issue with Schmeichel because I think I was going to say Schmeichel because I do think oh. that's that's fair. But to call David De Gea the Messi of keepers, <laughs> I stand by that. I stand the, by the, that. Bear in mind, I, I genuinely think Lionel Messi is the greatest footballer of all time, and David De Gea is not the greatest goalkeeper of all time. I, I think he, he's, he's he's very he's the best in the world. Yeah, he's not, he has been he's not the best. Years now. Do you retract your statement? Well, we'll see. He's not creative. He's only twenty-eight. <laughs> Right, Joe, do you think Schmeichel then? Yeah, I was going to go Schmeichel. Let's just go yeah, Schmeichel. He played for both teams, didn't he? Yeah. I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, Compromise. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. Did you do a cartwheel yeah. when Sean Gota stuck a third in? He dinked over Bartes. I remember that. Oh. In front of the United States. Yeah, Bartes doesn't get near him. Right, right back. <laughs> uh, a few candidates for this one. Pete, what do you reckon? Oh, God. I mean. G Nev. G Nev, all the way. Uh, we've, it's, it's hard because I hate the man. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we've been so bad for so many years. Which Mika is the Richards, I mean, what right backs have um, seen? Yeah, like Mika Richards had just some shockers, so I'm probably going to have to. Uh, oh, Zabaleta! Zabaleta! <laughs> no way! The goat. I just, I just cannot have Gary Neville. Please don't put Gary Who's Neville in. Who's Mr. Who's Reliable? Like, just don't Who's put Gary Neville in. Who's going in there to do Gary Neville? Yeah, um, it's got to be Neville. But I, Pablo Zambaletta is like, he's the most he's passionate. passionate. Oh, he's really passionate. Hey, I'm, passionate. I, I'm passionate. I'm not getting Gary Neville snubbed all his goals, for that alone. Well, let's just do Carl Walker then. Like, oh, like, he's, the best right, he's the best right back in the country at the minute. Was the best right back in the country last season. Um, you know, he's fast. He's strong. He's intelligent. Like... Harris, one sentence to make your claim for Gary Neville. Um, I think you just have to look at his medals for a start. And he seven gave points. seven out of ten minimum every week. He even had the... Seven out of ten? He, uh, minimum. So minimum. minimum. <laughs> he was, he was like, and I think he even had the good grace to say when he was shot and he left. He didn't try and stay on. He just said, look, I'm done. And he left. And you've got to give it to Neville. It's not even a debate. Why are we talking about this? Gary Neville's in it right back. I feel like a judge here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Centre-back positions, we've got two here. We're playing a 4-3-3 formation for those interested. Uh, so two centre-back positions. Um, Joe? I love Vidic with all my heart. He's got to be one of those centre-backs. Yeah. Was he better than Ferdinand? No. Yes. Yeah, it was. Oh, disagreement. I think, but then again, I, I do rate Ferdinand very highly. Like you always tell me Terry's better and I say that's bullshit. City, what do we think? It's got to be Vincent. It's got to be Vincent Company. He's got to be the captain as yeah. well. But I'll give him Vidic. I like Vidic. All right, Company player. and Vidic. So, that's company a nice Vidic, little bit. So, are we, yeah, that's that's are we saying Company's better than Ferdinand? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I think... I think <laughs> Is that done? Wow. I think, that, I think wow. Company's in for what he's done for Man City a decade at the club, winning the first Company Premier League Vidic, title. That's, that's fair. <laughs> Sorry, I think Ferdinand that. was at Man United for a decade or longer as well, and he won quite a few titles. He, he was a drug at the end. Uh, no, he wasn't. He actually got something to clear to that. Left one. Left back. That's a sympathy pick, that. Um, I think left back's quite an easy one for me. I think it's just uh, Alex Butner. 
I saw him at an airport once. <laughs> yeah, leaving. He was actually like on his way out. Go on, left back. Serious, serious it's, choices. It's Irwin or Ever again. It's like you can't be anywhere. I mean, Everett had some shocking, shocking. That With first the derby, game that he played, I, yeah, he got absolutely rinsed by Ryan Phillips. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Absolutely rinsed. He, he did recover after that. Any man City so left backs you want to throw into the mix? I mean, I always loved Alexander Kolarov, partly because he was hilarious off the pitch and made some excellent Christmas videos for City. So I think yeah. you should. And you should oh, for the entertainment value. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I think Irwin. You don't have a City option, really. Ever or Irwin? I'll let the Man United I'd go with. Uh, if it's between them, Irwin. I'd say Irwin. Just because. We'll put Irwin at left back. Yeah. I think that's fair. Right, we've got three midfielders. Let's go for central midfielders here. Uh, Harris, do you want to do five seconds on Paul Scholes and then I'll ignore him? <laughs> Paul Scholes is going in that team. He's the best player in the whole team. <laughs> right. The, only reason, the, the only reason he's the best player in the team is because we haven't put Kevin De Bruyne in the team. Oh, David I'll tell you how we'll do this. Right, I'm I'll tell you how we'll do this. We'll go around. You each give three picks who you think will be in and then I'll ignore them all and decide. Okay. Pete, you start. Three, um, three midfielders. I'm going centre mids. I'm going David Silva. I'll take... Oh, no, I wouldn't take Roy Keane. He's a. <laughs> b I hate him so much. He's a bit I, nasty. I've met him in real life as well. He's a horrible, horrible Did he man. Did hurt you? <laughs> he's an awful man in real he's life. An so, awful man. Um, I'd probably put Skulls in there. Just, oh, yeah, Pete. I would. I, he was all right on his day. Um, and then Silver, and then, oh God. You've got the likes of like Paul Boswell or Ali Benabia. <laughs> Ali Benabia is oh, going Ali in Benabia. that team. Jamba Jamba deserves a place more than him. Ali Benabia. Benabia. Yeah, we are in the Premier League. What about Elana? Oh, no, Elana. I loved Elana. Ali Benabia, I interviewed him at City Square, name drop, name drop. He's one of the nicest men I've ever interviewed, one of my favourite interviews ever. What a man. Would you like to give your three midfielders for this selection, Ashley? I'll give you Fernandinho, who is absolutely and hugely underrated and is the absolute backbone of our team. All City fans talk about how underrated he is. Surely he if you're is. all rated, he's very he's good rated. at that. He's very good at Everyone finding people underrated. Everyone's always underrated, he's underrated. Surely if you're all rated, then he's not underrated. Underrated outside right? of City oh, right, fans. Okay. Is that okay? Yep. Um, and then I'm going to give you David Silver and Kevin De Bruyne. Come on, okay, like, is it your Right, Man United fans, Joe, Do you know what I was going to say Keen, Skulls and Torre. Yeah, yeah, Torre, good. I didn't even think about it. I was going Keen, Skulls and Silver. I'll, you know, I'll put Silver in. I'm going to replace, I'm going to replace <laughs> Benabia with Torre. Get Harry, here we go. Keen, Skulls and Silver. Right. Can you take someone serious? You have to put Kevin De Bruyne in the team. Come on. No, I'm using him as my attacking player. This is, this is really, really difficult. There's a lot of good players. Um, I think I'll, I'll put Skulls in there. I think that's fair. Um, I think I'll also for longevity. 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 That's the one. I'll put David Silver in there. I think yes. he's excellent. Bola, Which means the final one. Keen or Torre. Keen or I mean, oh. you can, and that's not a debate. That's <laughs> madness. Absolutely madness. Just because he's only he's only done it in the Premier League for the last last couple of years. Just because he's only the best player in the Premier League for the last two years. Mm -hmm. I mean, Eden Hazard would have something to say about that. Oh, um, yeah, he didn't score for a year, did he? You, there's no team that doesn't have. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Uh, let's go Roy Keane. Oh. Yeah, he made the sensible decision. This is already a boring defensive Man United team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've got Keane, that's lovely. Right, well, let's get on to the attacking. Let's make it not boring. Let's make it exciting. Three attackers. You can pick three strikers if you want. I don't really care. Harris. You've got Ronaldo in gigs. And then you've got to put Cantona, Rooney or Van Nistelrooy in there. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, no, Harris, who are you partial. picking? You've got to pick three names. Okay, Ronaldo, Giggs, Cantona. 
Manchester United's top ever goal scorer and England's top ever goal scorer. Yeah, well, I don't think he. I'd go Aguero and I'd go Ronaldo and then I'm stuck on my third one. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the same at the Aguero moment. Aguero Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Ronaldo for Man United over Giggs for Man United. Giggs, no, Giggs has to be in that team. Giggs has trophies. to be in that team. Uh, Ronaldo for Man United was, was great. Do you know who else but has he, won a lot of trophies? Maxwell. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what? I'd still make the argument that Rooney in his prime was better than Aguero in his prime, just. And I'd still say that he, Rooney wouldn't get in for me ahead of Cantonara or Van Nistelrooy as a pure striker. Okay, Natalie. You're making the argument that Rooney's better than Aguero? Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, do you... Uh, 100 million percent. <laughs> Can I have three names, Natalie? Aguero, 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 one of the greatest Premier League strikers of all time, with the best... It's not quite as good as some w- of the Well, he's, he's got the best Premier League goals ratio above anybody, and by the time he finishes his career, he'll be so much for... If he's like eighth in the minute of all-time Premier League scorers, he'll be higher than that. Aguero, put him in your team. I'll give them one if you want. That's the best one. Aguero is in the team, right? Pete, keep going. Uh, I'm going to go... Ronaldo, obviously, because uh, you know he was—he won the Ballon d'Or there. He was—you can't discount what he did there. Curveball, Carlos Tevez. <laughs> Carlos Tevez, best known like the greatest. For you. That that uh, Russell that he did of Gary Neville in the League <laughs> Cup semi-final, where he gave him all that off. Get Carlos. He literally went on holiday to play that. golf for six months. Yeah, and, and he came back and won us a league. Yeah. Great yeah. times, yeah. great times. Right. I'm sorry, Giggs I can't have Carlos Tevez in his team. Oh. I, I think Giggs has to be in there just for his, yeah. uh, of course his he does. incredible service. For his uh, family, family okay. dragging abilities. So it's Kevin De Bruyne or, or, uh, or, or Cristiano Ronaldo? Uh, what? <laughs> or Cantona? Or it's got to be Ronaldo. Be Ronaldo. I can't believe that we're leaving Cantona right, and Rooney I'll, I'll let, I'll let you, you Man United fans decide between Cantona, Rooney or Ronaldo. What? So who will be having in that front three? Giggs, Aguero, and one of them. I think Ronaldo. Well, Ronaldo has to be in it, but Aguero being in there instead of Rooney or Cantona is farcical. Right, Ronaldo is, so there's our front three. So we've got. Uh, well, we'll get another a clock. Let's do that. We sort of had some agreement at times. Yeah. We crashed that one out, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't a bad team at all. Uh, let us know if we missed anyone out there in the uh, combined 11. Not bad at all. Let's finish with our perfect 10. Right, guys, special guests, you are on the spot again. You can win 10 grand at home by clicking the link and playing the perfect 10. I'm going to run through 10 fixtures taking place in England this weekend. You just have to give me who you think will win or if it'll be a draw. So the first fixture is Southampton v Watford. Natalie? Um, Watford. Watford. <laughs> Producer Charlie's a Watford fan, so he's happy with that one. <laughs> Newcastle v Bournemouth. 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 Agreement so far. Uh, Nottingham Forest v Stoke in the Championship, Natalie. Um, draw. Stoke. QPR v Brentford in a London derby. Joe, you go first. Please. I'll go Brentford. I'll go QPR. Nice. Uh, Reading v Ipswich. I'm going to go. Oh, um, draw. Reading. West Brom v Leeds in what was a huge oh, game. It's a big game. game. I think Leeds are going to win it. I'm going to go West Brom. Bolton v Swansea and is a less huge game, Natalie. <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to go Bolton. Stick with the Northwest. Bolton. Yeah, I'll go Bolton as well. Oh, Team Bolton. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is two places you don't want to visit on a dark night. Crew v Carlisle, Joe. <laughs> uh, crew. Crew. 
Uh, Exeter v Blackpool. Um, I'll go. I just I think everyone dislikes Blackpool, don't they? Poor fans. Sorry, apart from the fans, Exeter. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean the fans dislike Blackpool. We don't. I mean we don't dislike the fans. <laughs> Joe, I'm going to go draw. Draw. Keep it on the fence. And finally, Scunthorpe v Burton. Joe, draw. The grammar fiction. Burton. Right. We'll see how you do. That was good. That was good. Why get ten thousand pounds? Why get the money? If you if you play online, then yeah, sure. Of course you do. So uh, have a go at that perfect ten in the comments below. Okay, that was the perfect ten for this week. Remember, you can play it in the comments down below and win ten thousand pounds. But that was it for our Manchester derby special. Except we've got to give away that Man City and Man United shirt. So comment down below if you commented. Chris Smalling, <laughs> he was the last scorer in the city. You didn't want to say it. Was that a painful moment, Pete? It was, yeah. No. <laughs> so it was such an awful, awful last Chris Smalling, of course, was the last scorer in the Manchester Derby. We will be giving away both of those shirts in the near future. But that's it for our Manchester special, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>